The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome, everyone, to episode 19 of the Five Star Match Game. In this show, we are tackling Starcade. And in a twist, it's all about the WWE branded Starcades from 2017 to 2019. No, no, you motherfucker. I'm <laughs> nope. I kid. This is all about the Jim Crockett slash NWA slash WCW shows from 1983 to 2000, the biggest shows of the year when WCW wasn't doing some kind of wacky tournament. Yeah. For a topic this big, we need big guests. And our first guest needs no introduction. But I will say he is the co-host of Between the Sheets and has written for a bunch of places like Deadspin, Vice, Kotaku, and many, 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 many more. David Bixenspan. Bix, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to I was I was trying to figure out like who's gonna be the Richard Dawson this week. I am. <laughs> That's what I figured. And that voice you heard was our second guest, the busiest man in podcasting without a mortgage company. He is the co-host <laughs> between the sheets, the co-host of Cover to Cover, the host of Exile on Bad Street, and the co-host of the Pay Winda. He's recording another podcast in between questions, Mr. Chris Zellner. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm honored to be on this show for the first time, and uh, yeah, for someone who has watched the match game religiously. Over uh, over the years, yes, I am the Richard Dawson. So where are the pretty ladies for me to kiss? <laughs> well, you on the wrong show. Oh, and and now the Brett Summers. Well, <laughs> last and never ever least, returning contestant, co-host of Cover to Cover, and a man hoping to go to his own pay window with his upcoming Patreon, Mr. Rob Naylor. Rob, how are you? Hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm watching Strictly Dumpling, and I'm ready to talk about Starcade. <laughs> All right, well, we have five rounds of trivia all about Starcade, so without further ado, let's dive in. We have round one. It was a very good year. For this game, I'll give you a Starcade-related event. You tell me the year it occurred. So if I say the first Starcade, you hopefully respond 1983. Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Are we ready? Yep. All right. Fix you up first. The Pat O'Connor Memorial Tag Tournament. That would be 1990. Is correct on the board. All right, Chris, you get Mr. T wrestles. 1994. Is correct. All right, Rob, you get the first Battle Bowl. Uh, That one is 1991. Is correct. Everyone on the board so far. 
picks back to you. You get the King of Cable Finals. That would be 1992. 92 is correct. Chris, you get the biggest WCW buy rate ever. 1997. Hogan Sting is correct. Rob, you get the best of seven with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, 1995. Correct. Everyone perfect so far. All right, Bix, back to you. The first Starcade in split locations. That would be 1985. 85 is correct. All right, Chris, you get the first Starcade in December. 1988. Year after his first Survivor Series is correct. All right, Rob, you get Jim Ross's last Starcade. Oh, no. Uh, how about 1992? How about is correct? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bix, you get Hulk Hogan's last Starcade match. Because I, I, I have an immediate thought as to what it is, but I'm not sure if he wrestled that year. I just know... Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say... Oh, wait a second. I'm thinking about who feuded. I'm gonna go with 1997. And you would be correct. <laughs> Alright, Chris, you got Ric Flair's last Starcade match. I want to I, uh, I want to say 2000, but I'm not sure. It does a lot of air star case, but kind of kind of a blur. I'm gonna say 1999. I'm wrong. I'm afraid you are incorrect. It was 98. All right, Rob, your next question: the first triangle match at Starcade. I was hoping you'd ask when Mr. Ito's last Starcade was. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna go with uh, 1995. Oh, that's correct. Hey. All right, Bix, your final question. The first Starcade with no title defenses. With no title defenses at all? At all. 1989. Iron Man Tournament is correct. All right, Chris, your final question. I hope my geography is correct. The first Starcade above the Mason-Dixon line. 1987. Oh, that's correct. In Chicago. And Rob, your final question. The first Starcade without Ric Flair wrestling in the main event. Jeez. Uh, 1991. Is correct. <laughs> yes. Perfect five. All right. At the end of round one, we have Bix and Rob, both with five perfect scores. Chris right behind with four. As we move on to round number two, what's the stipulation? Oh, boy. For this game... <laughs> I give you a match. You tell me the stipulation it was competed under. So if I say Magnum, Magnum TA versus Tully Blanchard from 1985, you'd hopefully respond, I quit. We're not looking if it was a title match or anything, just the so conditions wait a second, it was though. wrestled under. For something like that, though, would the correct answer be I quit or Steel Cage I quit? Well, it'd probably be Steel Cage I quit. Okay. But everyone remembers the I quit portion. But what about uh, the Russo Star, uh, Russo Star K where they may have had, like, four or five stipulations? I, I don't think we... we Ventured too far into that. Okay, okay. As far as stipulations went, we have plenty to deal with here. Okay, all right. Okay, Chris, you're up first. We have Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine in 1983. Dog collar. Is correct. All right, Rob, you get Ric Flair versus Harley Race, in, also in 83. Oh, that's a cage match. Is correct. All right, Bix, you get the Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express from 1987. That would be Skywalkers 2, a scaffold match. <laughs> I would have accepted any of those words, but uh, yes, Skywalkers is correct. Chris, back to you. Lex Luger versus Stan Hansen in 1990. Texas Bull Rope? Texas Lariat, we will accept that. 
Okay. All right, Rob, you get Tully Blanchard versus Dusty Rhodes in 86. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> one second. Uh-oh. Uh, hey, 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 no cheating, Rob. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm trying to think. I almost rushed and said I quit. It was a, uh, it had no stipulation. No, it was first blood match. I'm sorry. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, it was. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Bix, you get Dusty Rhodes versus Lex Luger in 1987. That would be a steel cage match. It sure would be. That's correct. All right, Chris, you get Sting versus the Black Scorpion in 1990. That would be a steel cage match as well. Oh, we're on a roll. I to trip you up. And Dick the Bruiser, special referee. Oh, okay. Ooh, a little bonus there. All right, Rob, you get Wahoo McDaniel versus Rick Rude in 86. Oh, that was a strap match. Indian strap match is correct. <laughs> All right, Bix, you get Na- Doom. Native American strap. <laughs> Come on, man. It's 90s. I apologize. It's the Washington, D.C. football team strap. Yeah. Come on, guys. Bix, you get Doom versus Arn Anderson and Barry Windham from 1990. That would be a tornado street fight. Street fight is correct. All right, Chris, back to you. You get Chris Benoit versus Jeff Jarrett in 99. Oh, Jesus. God. Ninety-nine, Benoit, Jared, uh, ladder, bro. You don't remember my writing? Would that be ladder match? It sure would be. That's correct. Ah. <laughs> All right, Rob, you get. I was thinking guitar. I was thinking guitar on a pole. This but... is. The, it's the one where they do the the gimmicked ladder, oh, and yeah, the yeah, steps yeah. start failing on Benoit. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Rob, you get Kevin Nash versus Goldberg in ninety-eight. Oh man, uh. I don't think that had one either. Oh, they, they, these all had stipulations, Rob. That's not that actually not. Oh, okay. You should have said that up front. <laughs> Perhaps. Because, <laughs> you know, you have done it with matches that mm. didn't have stipulations before. Uh, okay, they all have stipulations. I have no fucking idea. Do you want to venture a guess? Uh, how about... No, I don't want no guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough. Taser? Taser it's, or something? It's just a no DQ match. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, Bix, you get Paul Jones versus Jimmy Valiant in 1985. <laughs> that would... Wait, 85 or 86? Uh, I thought it was 85, but let me... Well, there's multiple Jimmy Valiant Paul Jones Starcade matches, isn't there? Well, 80, well no, because 85 is Valiant and Miss Atlanta Lively against Midnight's. That's probably 86. 80, it would be 86. There, okay. Let's say so Hair versus hair with Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, elevated in a cage above the ring. That is correct. Betty Lou, yes. Thank you. All right, final round. Chris, you get uh, Mike Awesome versus Bam Bam Bigelow from 2000. <laughs> of course you gave me the last one. <laughs> but uh, it's Mike Awesome at that time. That's the ambulance. Oh, that's correct. Perfect round for Chris. Thank you. All right, Rob, your final question. Manny Fernandez versus Abdullah the Butcher in 85. Oh, that is a Mexican sombrero match. <laughs> and yes, thank you for that. That's great. I that's one of his favorites. <laughs> your final question. Big Bubba versus Ron Garvin in 86. That would be a Louisville street fight. Street fight mm-hmm. is correct. All right, so at the end of two rounds, Bix perfect with 10, Chris right behind with 9, Rob with 8. Lots of game left to play. As we move on, 
to my favorite game, List Them and Learn. For this game, I'll give you a category, say everyone who has done commentary on a Starcade, and we'll say there have been 12 people. Player 1 will say how many they could name off the top of their head, we'll say 8. Then it goes to Player 2, who can either say they can name more or challenge Player 1. If you say you can name more, you don't have to increase by 1, you can name as many as you like. It goes back and forth till someone is challenged, at which point the player challenged has to start naming names. Name the stated number, you get two points. Get anything wrong, your opponent gets two points. So everyone gets two questions with a chance to go first and then to challenge. So question one is the Bix and Nailer. So in all 18 Starcades, 22 men can say they were involved in a world title match. How many Bix? How many can you name? I'll best, uh, stress a, what they consider a world title. So that would be WCW, NWA, or WCW International Championship? I will say, yes, what they considered a world title. Okay, so in the entire run of Starcade, how many people can I name? Uh, 22. Out of 22, I'll go with 14. 14, all right, Rob. Can you name more or challenge? I can name 15. 15, all right. Fix what you got. Okay, so... Hmm. I feel like with him only going one more, though, is I can't really challenge him because he'll remember someone I didn't name, though. I'll, I'll, I'll say 16. 16? All right, Rob, what you got? Uh, I will challenge him to do 16. All right, we need 16 names involved in a world title match at Starcade. Oh, this should All be right. Good. What'd you say? I said this should be good. Okay. Ric Flair. Harley Race. Flair in a bunch. All right, hold on. Harley Race is two. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes is three, and we named, we need 16, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nikita Koloff is four. Koloff gives you four? Lex Luger is five. Luger is five. Sting is six. Correct. Ron Simmons and Dr. Death are seven and eight. Seven and eight? Halfway uh, there? Masahiro Chono is nine. Chono is nine from 92. Uh, Muda is ten. Ten. Vader is eleven. Correct. Rick Rude is twelve. Yep. I can't remember who Rude defended against off the top of my head. So, Hogan and Butcher are thirteen and fourteen. That is correct. Correct. Savage is 15. We need one more. I'm trying to figure out which of them I should actually use. Uh, oh. Well, it doesn't matter because it was a challenge. So Bill Goldberg, Kevin Nash. Um, <laughs> You've done it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's well, one you totally forgot because you were going down a new order and you forgot Ron Garvin. Oh. Ron Garvin. I forget that. 18. Yeah, so. Yeah. And, and who was uh, Rude's opponent in 93? The boss. That's right. Man, is he big. <laughs> He's a big boss, man. Uh, the Bret man Hart. who, uh, was it the man who, what did, What was it, what law and order? What was the thing they said? The man who respects law and order? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. And uh, the other names were Bret Hart in 99, and against, he was also against Goldberg and Scott Steiner and Sid in 2000. 
Wow. But two points for Bix. An excellent job yeah. there. I only get two points for that? Jesus. You only get two points for that, yeah. Some question the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have Chris and Bix head-to-head in our next question. Oh, oh no. <laughs> in the Starcades held in the 1980s, 24 men were involved in a tag title match. Chris, how many can you name? And I will say a tag title match, whatever tag titles were having to be defended. Any of the three. I guess. Yeah, and you said during the '80s, correct? Yep. So this is '83 through '88 because there were no defenses in '89. I'll name all 24. Oh, okay. I do it. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing you can do, Bixie. Yeah, because I'm not going to challenge him either. So, yeah. all right, let's have it. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess I have to challenge him technically, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're going <laughs> to get it, but challenge. Tag title matches. You're all tag titles, correct? Yep. Correct. Uh, all right. Well, let's go. All right. Uh, St- Ricky Steamboat. Jay. Jay Youngblood. Uh, Jack Briscoe. Yep. Jerry Briscoe. Correct. You are. Yep. You've seen right. four. Okay. Uh, Ole Anderson. Ole gives you five. On Anderson. Correct. Wahoo McDaniel. Oh. Thought you might get tripped up by this, but uh, uh, no, oh no, <laughs> Billy Jack Haynes. That gives you seven. Oh yeah, I forgot a title. Uh, Robert Gibson. Robert Gibson is correct. Gives Ricky Moore. Eight. And obviously nine. Ivan Koloff. That gives you ten. Nikita Koloff. Correct. Uh, Crusher Khrushchev. Gives you. Dozen, you're halfway there. Bobby Jaggers. Thirteen. Dutch Mantel. Correct. Up to fourteen. Ten to go. Animal. Correct. Hawk. Obviously. Up to sixteen. Kevin Sullivan. Correct. That gives you seventeen. Dr. Destiny Williams. Eighteen. Six to go. Bobby Fulton. To nineteen. Tommy Rogers. 24 to go. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. 21. Damn, I think that was 22. I think there's only two left. Tully Blanchard. Is he 23? Oh, Jesus. One more. That's <laughs> one, two. Uh, Sting. It's 24. Wow. <laughs> Good job. My God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oof. Never Plus doubt. 80 star Ks. That's that's sweet spot for me. I, I guess so, yeah. All right. We have one more question for Rob and Chris. Okay. All right. WCW held the first Battle Bowl in 1991, and 40 men participated. Oh, Rob, no. how many can you name? Battle <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pick 30. 30? Oh. Whoa. <laughs> All right, Chris. Can you do more than 30? 31. 31. Oh. Go for it, Chris. <laughs> oh, 31 names in the original Battle Bowl. Okay. Um, so this is every name that is drawn for a tag match. Correct. 
Okay. And Chris right. has to name 31 of the four. 31, yep. All right, obviously, uh, Sting. The Stinger is correct. Lex Luger. C2. Uh, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner gives you three. Rick Steiner. Four. Uh, both Young Pistols, so uh, Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers. Five and six. Uh, Mike Graham. <laughs> yes, Mike Graham. Is he seven? <laughs> DDP was his partner. He gives you eight. And of course, they wrestled against Bill Kazmaier. Oh. And Juice Hunter Liger. And ten. So you're about a third of the way there. I, um... The, the Dangerous Alliance, so we got Steve Austin. Steve Austin at 11. Ravishing Rick Rude. 12. Larry Sabisco. Larry Z gives you 13. On Anderson. And 14. Bobby Eaton. Up to 15, so about halfway there. Right, um, both, free, both free birds were in there, so uh, Garvin and Hayes, Jimmy Garvin, Michael Hayes. 16 and 17. Uh, the Patriots are in there. Todd Champion <laughs> and Firebreaker Chip. 18 and 19. I'm sorry, we were looking for a private Todd Champion. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Harley Race's crew, so uh, Big Van Vader, Mr. Hughes. Vader at 20. Mr. Hughes gives you 21, 10 to go. Abdullah and Cactus. Abdullah Bush got his jack. All right, 22 and 23. <laughs> Uh, Dustin Rhodes. Dustin gives you 24. Brian Pillman. 25. The Z-Man. Oh, no. Tom Z- <laughs> I think gives you 26. <laughs> He's going to give away. Uh, Terrence Taylor. That's his partner. Taylor gives you 27. Uh, Big Josh and Van Hamor team. Remember that? 28 and 29. I dare it. El Gigante. Nine, that gives you 30. We need one more name. Uh, Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, PN News. PN News gives you 31. <laughs> How dare wow. you not finish that off with Hustler Rip Rogers? <laughs> he, well. Wow, I'm impressed. Chris ran the table twice now. Hustler Rip Rogers was not in Battle Bowl 91. That was 92? That was 93. Oh, no, it was 93. You're right. Oh. That wasn't even a Starcade. And I didn't name I, I didn't name uh Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad was also on the list. Arachnaman. Arachnaman, yes. Got the gimmick right too. Then, of course, uh, other members of your foundation. Thomas Rich. Thomas Rich is correct. Richard Morton. Jesus. Richard Morton, yep. Was was Adam wasn't Adam Bomb in there as a Night Stalker, Brian Clark? Night Stalker was there. Fuck, yeah. Man. Was he even on the roster? Uh, not really. <laughs> and, uh, there was a job, job, uh, Buddy Lee Parker. Buddy Lee Parker is correct. You're missing two names. No, three. I'm sorry. Bagwell. Bagwell, yep. Um, Steamboat. Steamboat is one more name for all 40. Jesus. Uh, like Kenny Jennings on Jeopardy. <laughs> did, I, did I say Luger? Uh, yes. Okay, there's, so there's one left. <laughs> did I say Ron Simmons? You did not, and that's the last one. God damn it! 
Wow. <laughs> I'd like to formally announce I'm going to lose this game. <laughs> I'm not going to take it, but I'm going to lose. Just well, well, again, again, I mean, this is my era. Once you get in that latter part of Starcades, yeah. that's where I'm. I'm kind of wonky. I but I you I gotta remember, dude. I used to go to rental stores and rent these tapes. Yeah, I've never I, seen this Starcade. I could have done. Are 30s, you serious? I've never seen Starcade ninety one. Oh my god! You need to watch I've it. Seen, I've seen parts of it, but I could have done thirty. But that's impressive to get forty. Holy shit! In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs, and it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading, so you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off again that's arena club.com slash vow net arena club.com slash vow net for 10 percent off your first purchase on arena club and we thank them for sponsoring the voices of wrestling podcast network the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Dang. All right. So, Chris jumps into the lead with 13. Bix with 12. Rob with 8. Two games left to play. We're going in for round four, putting in the work. 
for this game, I give you two names. You tell me who had more matches at Starcade. Hell yeah. So I said, Mr. T and Renegade. Hopefully you respond Mr. T because it's one versus zero. <laughs> and this means matches, not events. So if you were in, say, a Battle Bowl qualifier and the Battle Bowl itself, that counts for two. So think carefully. Yeah, and this is only this is only U.S. Uh, not like the New Japan stuff. <laughs> okay, thank like you. That. So yes, so everyone gets five questions. Correct answers worth one point apiece. All right, Rob, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. Your two names are Roddy Piper and Ultimo Dragon. Oof, I thought you were going to say Keith Larson or Rocky <laughs> Canoodle. Uh but okay. So Piper or Ultimo? Uh, I'm going Ultimo. Oh, it was Roddy Piper. He had two. He had 83 and 96. Ultimo just had one in 96. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Bix, your two names are Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko. Eddie Guerrero. Is correct. Four to three. Eddie had 95 through 98. Dean had 96, 97, and 99. All right, Chris. You. Your, two, your two names are Cactus Jack and Rick Rude. Cactus. Oh, it was rude, actually. He had Whoa. 80, 86, 2 and 91, and also I 93. About, forgot about 86. Uh, that's the thing that I piper. That, it trips you up when they have those runs that are spaced out. Yeah. Yep. All right, Rob, you get Steve Williams and Ron Simmons. Oh, no. Uh, let me think. Uh, let me think of Ron. One second. Uh, Ron was... Don't step to <laughs> nope, never. Uh, 92, 91, 90. Oh, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons is correct. It was 7-6 to because he also had the three matches in 89 as Doom. Yeah. Ooh, good call. And Steve Williams had 87, 88, 3 and 92, and also 99, but you are correct. All right, wow. Bix, you have Barry Windham and Marcus Bagwell. We don't have all day. I know it's just it's tough because the battle bulls too. Um, ooh. I'm gonna say Bagwell. No, it was Wyndham actually. He had oh. eight, 87, 88, 90, and three and 92. <laughs> and then Bagwell had two and 91, 93, and 97. So he's a little spotty there. Uh, there are there are a lot of guys I'm noticing who you would think would be on Starcade in given years that aren't. Mm. Yep. That's it. This is trip. This is going to be the one that tripped me up. Go ahead. All right, Chris. Your two names are Paul Orndorff and Too Cold Scorpio. Orndorff. No, I'm sorry. It was Scorpio. Scorpio Gee. had two. Ninety two and ninety three. Orndorff just the one in ninety three. That's insane. Because uh, uh, yeah, because you would have thought he would have been in ninety. Well, he wasn't in ninety four. He was on. Did he do a pre show match in ninety four? I think they did, but that don't count, does it? Pre show. Yeah, match? this is main show only. Okay, so I think pretty one about a pre show match in ninety four. He wasn't there yet in 92. So, yeah, and he was hurt in 95, yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, Rob, back to you. You have Brian Pillman and Brad Armstrong. Oh, man, this seems like it could be a trick. Uh, <laughs> what a I great know what I want to say. Uh, I'm going with Brad. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Brian Pillman. <laughs> Three to two. Pillman had 91 and two and 92. Brad just had 86 and 91 as Arachnaman. Arachnaman, yeah. All right, Bix, over to you. You have very similar talents. Mike Graham and Van Hammer. <laughs> I got to go with Van Hammer. That would be correct. Two to one. No, sorry, three to two. Because he had 91 and 2 and 92. Mike Graham had 84 and 91. He would forget that 84 match. I thought that was what was going to trip Bix up. Wait, that right. wasn't a dark match? Uh, him and 84 against Jesse Barr was on the main show. 
okay. for the Florida heavyweight title. When I was looking earlier, I thought at least when I was looking at Jason Campbell's site, I could have sworn that one was in italics. Oh, no. Okay. All right, Chris, your two names are Wahoo McDaniel and Dustin Rhodes. Wahoo. Oh, it was Dustin, actually. Six to four. Jesus, I haven't got one right. <laughs> this one. Wahoo had 83, 84, 85, 86. Dustin had 2 and 91, 2 and 92, 92, yeah. 99. I'm glad this round is humanizing Chris Zellner. That's good. <laughs> All right, Rob, you have the great Muda and Arn Anderson. Oh, boy. All right, uh, so matches. Go on, Arn. That was Muda. Muda had because nine. Muda has two different star cases where he wrestles three matches. Oh, he has three different ones because he has 89, 90, and the 92, he was in the NWA title match and Battle Bowl. Oh, my God. You're good at this. That's that's a good question. Oh, so wait. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so in 90, he has – wait, is it, a two, tournament. is it two or three? He has three in the O'Connor. So he has three like different star cases with three matches each. Wow. <laughs> All right. Bix, back to you. You have Jushin Liger and Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. So Liger would be 91. I think he's on the Holiday House Show Tour in 92, so he should be on Star Arcade. 95, 96, that would be four. Rey would be 96, 97, 98. Ooh. Right. Actually, it was Liger, because he had two in 91. He had ah, 92, 95, and 96. I forgot the two matches thing. Yep. All right, Chris. Mm-hmm. Fourth time's a charm here. I hope so. You have Chris Benoit and Steve Austin. Austin. I'm sorry. It was Chris Benoit, four to three. <laughs> Austin had two in 91 and just 93. He wasn't in 92. That's right, because it was uh, Wyndham and Pillman. Yep. If you'd started with this topic, people would think you were the shittiest historians of all time. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a tough deal, though. It to, is tough. I agree. I'm surprised because you, you have you have, you have the battle bowls, which really plays a role into this, and the tournaments, sure. and the tournaments. Absolutely. Sure. All right, Rob. Your final question: You have Terry Funk versus Hulk Hogan. Oh God. Uh, let me think about Funk. Uh, Hulk Hogan has been in more matches. That would be correct. Three to one. Just one for Terry Funk in 2000 of all years. Hogan yeah, I has... couldn't think when the hell Funk was in a Starcade. I would have said none. I thought you were kidding. Yeah, Hogan but would be yeah. Butcher or Piper and stay. Cool. All right, Bix, your final two names are Vader and Dusty Rhodes. And again, you got to get that Battle Bowl bullshit in there. Uh, okay, so Vader and Dusty Rhodes. So Dusty has... 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. And does he have, is he there in 2000? Well, that would make it six if it was. And then, wait, it was Dusty and who? Vader. Dusty and Vader. And Vader plus Battle Bowl. I think Vader edges it. Vader is correct, seven to five, because Vader had two and 91, three and 92, 93, and 94. Dusty had 84 through 88. That Mm. is correct. All right, Chris, your final two names are Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner. (laughs) Uh, Scott Steiner. Oh, it was Rick. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, we're over five. Yes, he had eighty-seven, eighty-eight, three and eighty-nine, three and ninety, ninety-one, ninety-seven, and ninety-nine. Scott had three and eighty-nine, three and ninety, two and ninety-one, ninety-seven, and two thousand. So it was the ninety-two one that got me. Yes. So oh, tough round, tough round for Chris there. We have Bix with fifteen. Chris with 13, Rob with 10 going into our final round. Already? Already. Oh, yeah, we keep this quick. No half times here. <laughs> All right. Time for our final game, the sprint, where I will ask each of you individually 10 fill-in-the-blank questions in a row. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Rob, you're currently in third place. You are going to go first. Are you ready? I am used to being in third place, and yes, I am ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. The last four Starcades were held in blank oh, for the okay. city or area they were in. Washington, D.C. Correct. Jim Cornette inju- injured his blank at the 86 Skywalkers match. Uh, knee. Correct. Starcade 88 had the tagline of blank. True grit. Correct. Blank was supposed to face Johnny B. Bad for the TV title. Honky Oh, correct. <laughs> Let me finish. Correct. Blank beat Kensuke Sasaki in a dark match for the U.S. title in 1995. The one-man gang. OMG is correct. Did you put air quotes around beat? Yeah, <laughs> I put actual quotes around beat. The 94 through 96 Starcades were held in the city of blank. 94 through 96, Nashville. Correct. Blank was the referee for Flair and Dusty in 86. 86. Uh, Tommy Young? No, it was Joe Frazier. Yeah, you said you mean no. You should give no, it back. Meant eighty-four. Yeah. Oh, was that? Oh, I messed that. All right, I'll give Rob a point. Yeah. All right, Steve Williams replaced Blank in ninety in the ninety-two World Title Match. That's a good one. Uh, oh, Rick Rude. Rick Rude's correct. Blank was locked in a cage for Jones and Valiant in eighty-six. Oh, Manny. Manny's come on, right? You got that wrong. I don't even know. Jeez. Lastly, Blank won a dark bunkhouse stampede in nineteen eighty-seven. Holy shit, this is a good one. I thought I was going to run the table, but uh, who would have won in in 87? Uh, Big Bubba Roger. Oh, it's Junkyard Dog. Motherfucker. All right, 9 out of 10. Thought you Still, you got 9 out of 10, a very impressive run. That gives you 19. You are currently hey. in the lead. Oh, well, I'll take that. <laughs> All right. All right, Chris, you're up next. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Blank was the ref for Hogan Sting in 97. Uh, Bret Hart. Oh, it was Nick Patrick. I'm sorry. Oh, well. <laughs> Chris. Well, Bret Hart basically was involved, so shit. <laughs> no, uh, that's not the match he was the referee for. It doesn't matter. All right. All right. Sting eliminated Blank to win the 1991 Battle Bowl. Luger. Correct. Ted Petty and Matt Bourne represented Blank in the Pat O'Connor Memorial Tag Tournament. South Africa. <laughs> Correct. The Simone SWAT team replaced Blank in the 1989 Iron Man Tournament. Skyscrapers. Correct. Blank was the guest ref for the tag title match in 83. Angelo Mosca. Correct. Blank stopped the Brett Goldberg main event in 99 in a rehash of Montreal. Russo? No, it was Piper. Piper. Okay. Flair replaced Sid in 93 because blank. (laughs) Because he got fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 1989 (laughs) had the tagline of uh, was that uh, Future Shock? Correct. Sting and Hawk beat the Nasty Boys by DQ in '93 when Blank interfered. 
Missy Hyatt. Correct. And lastly, Blank had won the tag titles before Starcade 94, but as the match had not aired, it was not acknowledged. Harlem Heat. Correct. All right, Chris, you had 8 out of 10 in that round. That gives you 21 points. You are in the lead. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many points do I have? You have 15. You need 6 to tie, 7 to win. Can I be a quick nerd and jump in here? The one question talked about the vaunted South American team. Now, why I may never have seen 91, I've seen 90 a million times. This is often mistaken as Ted Petty and Matt Bourne. It was Ted Petty and Ray Apollo, the other joint decline. Oh, yes. yeah. South Africa, not South America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the country. Yeah, you know. All right, Bix, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. All right. The drawing for the first Battle Bowl match in 92 was done at a blank. Oh, Clash of the Champions. Correct. The team of blank found themselves on opposite teams in the first Battle Bowl match in 91. Freebirds. Correct. Ron Garvin wrestled as blank in the 1985 street fight. That would be Ms. Atlanta Lively. Correct. Kevin Nash no-showed in 97 due to blank. A heart attack. Air quotes is correct. Blank scored no points in the 89 singles Iron Man tournament. That would be the great Muda. Correct. Blank held the key in the Dusty Luger 87 cage match. Magnum TA. It was Johnny Weaver. Oh, fuck, I knew that. <laughs> blank used a stun gun on Goldberg, causing him to lose in 98. Scott Hall. Correct. Starkey 84 had the tagline blank. Million dollar match. Or million dollar challenge. Correct. Manny Fernandez and Black Bart had a match for the blank in 1984. Oh, that would be the Mid-Atlantic title? That's a Brass Knuckles title. Because Jim Duggan dropped a fall to the Revolution in 99, he had to blank. <laughs> it could be anything. Wait, because he lost a fall to Revolution in 1999, he had to retire? Renounce his U.S. citizenship. Oh. But you had seven out of ten correct. That gives oh. you 22. Yes! <laughs> you are the winner. The the fucking Red Heart. <laughs> oh, that Nick Patrick question. Oof. Yeah, but even though Brett was involved. But. Chris, Chris, what is the most enduring wrestling lore about that match? I just had Bret Hart on my mind. What can I say? Well, he's very handsome. But he was involved in the match, too. That's the first thing that just came to my mind. I don't, I'm not trying to sit here and think like you. I'm trying to get the answers out so we can move along. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> now, now. I'm not, I, trying I to, I'm not trying to count out the years of who competed when, like you were doing. Good game, everybody. I like five-star matching. <laughs> hey, that's a great job by everyone here. And as always, I have a tiebreaker question, just in case. We almost needed it in this one, but ooh, Chris and Rob, I don't know if you wish to play for yes. honor of second place. Rob is always in. So I'm going to give you a category. You told me the Wait, number... Wait, are they tied? No, no. No, it's just because oh, I'm never going to get a chance to use this question again. So it's for shits and giggles. Yeah, it's, sure. it's like a joke. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, how many main show matches have there been in the 18-year history of Starcade? So if you want to text me on uh, Twitter or uh, the chat or something. Do this. How many matches total? Yep, total matches in the 18-year history of Starcade have there been. So was it closest without going over? Yeah, just closest. Uh, so we can't, can't say it out loud? Probably not. No. Unless, I just, as long as I someone... Yeah. Rob just... <laughs> are you sure about that <laughs> answer, Rob? the group chat. 
That's in the group chat, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, since he's already said it in the group chat, I'm <laughs> I'm going way less than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Hold um. On. You said 18 years. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say 152. All right. Chris says 152. Rob said 480. <laughs> I would, I'll go with uh, 165. 165. Well, the correct answer is 175. So uh, came slightly closer than Rob did. Rob, I was way off. Rob thinks Ian Rotten is booking uh, Starcade. I mean, 30 matches a year. Apparently. It's a Frank so Goodman USA Pro Starcade. There's so many damn that. tournaments and battle balls. I got confused. The oh. new Dynamite Kid was there. Tim uh, Morrison. Rockshaw 337. <laughs> 480. Pledge. <laughs> All right, well, excellent Abinine. game. Excellent <laughs> game by everyone. Fix, uh, why don't you plug? And you, you and Chris have to plug the same thing. So, uh, Is that what I win? That's your, Yeah, you get to plug first. That's your big victory. Okay, Chris, you do it. <clears throat> All right, well. Let's see, every Monday, of course, we have Between the Sheets that drops. And as we record this... The uh, last show that just went up was discussing 1992, and uh, we're talking about the build, the Starcade, and everything going on there. So definitely check that out. Nails getting fired by the WWF, and we have Earl Hebner's police report, and everything else is eyewitness and everything. We got uh, a wild episode of USWA television. We talk about with crazy clips. It's insane, including Mr. Corey quitting on the air and coming back. And uh, it's a great show, so everybody go check that out. Bruce Mitchell live in Greensboro to uh, roast the weenie Eric Watts. So all that on that show, so check that out. Of course, cover the cover, myself and Rob Naylor. We just released a show last week, so definitely just check that out. In the May 1993 issue of The Wrestler, which I'll let Rob talk more about that. And, um, yeah, pay when the – well, who knows? Soon. Dylan is very busy. He's a very busy man in his new job. He, well, it ain't new anymore, but his job he currently has. So uh, it's very hard for him to find time to do anything. Independent wrestling, even in the pandemic, is still a crazy, crazy thing. So uh, we'll try to get one done whenever our schedules can mingle together to get that. So there's audio on that. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Zellner, K-R-I-S-Z-E-L-N-E-R. Show proper at BT Sheets Pod. My sports account, of course, at Old School Sports. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. Yeah, I guess right. I got to plug my Twitter, too, David Bix, on Twitter. Um, otherwise, just between the sheets with Chris is the main thing to plug. And uh, Also, well, we should we should plug our Patreon, too, patreon.com slash between the sheets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, where we have, at a minimum, we always do a monthly deep dive. Uh, this month we will be finishing off our six-part ECW on TNN series, which we actually started. Minutes. Yes, which we started recording earlier tonight. And part one will be released for free this yes. week in the feed. So for those of you who may have not have uh, listened to any of them, you get your a chance to ex- experience what this series is about for free. Yes. And make a decision then on if you want to drop the $5 to listen to those shows and all the other shows we've done in the four-plus years of our Patreon. Yes. A lot of content up there, folks. And once we put this show up for free, we'll be able to talk more openly about 
without uh, compromising our Patreon subscriptions, what exactly is ECW Management Group, and why has no one ever heard of it until recently? Yes, exactly. We've discovered a lot of stuff on these shows regarding one Paul Heyman and all the crazy shit he had going on. So uh, definitely go listen to that, folks. So, All right, Rob, and uh, you have Patreon starting up. Yeah, sometime, I'm thinking February 1st. I think you launch these things on the first of the month, as I'm told. Uh, did a whole bunch of documentaries, like mini documentaries. I got editing software, so I put some free time to good use. I did a 34-minute Stu Cold Scorpio on ECW. I used stuff like John Clark's newsletter and different magazine clips and some other clips. <laughs> and uh, doing Terry Gordy, UWF champ, uh, New Breed, Doug, Doug Summers and Buddy Rose, Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude. Uh, I'm going to do like a wimpy of the month where I got Jack Hart in Florida. We're going to do <laughs> Lee Scott. We're going to do uh Jack Kruger, uh referee turned guy that got killed by Kamala, a whole bunch of fun stuff. <laughs> so that's all going to be kickstarting in February. Don't know what the little slash thing will be yet <laughs> in the uh infancy stages, but look out for that. And then just, I do cover to cover with Chris <laughs> on the, uh, between the sheets, uh, podcasting, family so very fun stuff and uh you know everyone stay safe with covid and everything sumo, sumo sadism with yokozuna I mean, and yeah so we talked about some sumo sadism so if that tickles the proverbial fancy check that one out <laughs> yeah All right excellent job by everyone i will just say the five-star match game is a proud member the voices of wrestling podcasting network Follow us on Twitter at 5 Star Match Game with the number 5 or email us at 5 Star Match Game at gmail.com with the number 5. Our logo is designed by Rich Creech and our show may be edited for entertainment purposes. That closes out 2020. We'll be back probably February of 2021. I have a lot of great stuff planned. Thank you so much for listening and spreading the word. As always, I am the rock of this show and so long from the Bay State of Massachusetts. Bye.